The following was recorded in front of a live studio audience at the Studio 21 Podcast Cafe. This is the United Podcast Network. The following program is closed captioned for the thinking impaired. By tomorrow, I will rule the world! <laughs> you think he's gone? He's not gone! That's the whole point! He's never gone! Is this some radical new therapy? You see? <laughs> well, I must have never been paying attention. When you were just talking to me Do you think that you could repeat the question And I listen more attentively There must have been something In all of that nothing That wasn't quite so easy to see And I must have missed something When you were just talking to me All right get this show on the road, shall okay. we? Hi, how you guys doing? My name's Tom Duggan here at the Paying Attention Podcast. Hi, atop Two Guys Smoke Shop at the Studio 21 Podcast Cafe. I can't believe I'm saying this, Chrissy, but can you just pull me down just a little oh bit? Oh, my God. I've no never way. done that. It's always up, but just a little bit, just I a little you. bit. It's just it's pinging in my ear. How's that? Excellent. Very good. Uh, welcome <laughs> to the podcast here at the uh, Studio 21 Podcast Cafe. I want to thank Chrissy, my fine, fine producer. Hi, everyone. And Dave uh, Garafalo, who, uh, I mean, what a good guy. He owns Two Guys Smoke Shop and uh, lets us do this podcast every week. And he gets a lot of crap for it. And so I appreciate that he keeps us because for the small amount of money that we pay him to rent the studio, it's <laughs> certainly not worth the aggravation he's gotten from us, but he's stuck with us, and I appreciate that. I want to thank our sponsors, McLennan Real Estate Century 21. Love Matt McLennan. He comes on on a regular basis to talk about real estate stuff, and I think I'm going to put together um, a story for the Valley Patriot based on some of the stuff he said when he was on the last show about the real estate market. Um, um Lazy River Products is no longer with us. Um, Randy's here early, which is good. Um, we're, we're doing we're doing a, a, a podcast for next week, and then as soon as this is done, we'll have you guys come up. So relax and and enjoy yourself. Um, Lazy River Products is no longer with us, but I understand um, that Treehouse Cannabis is coming in. I think this week. So uh, by next week, we'll let you know on that. Uh, Marsan and Son Construction. I uh, love Ronnie Marsan. Uh, I, I know it's wintertime, but this is the time if you want to like add a room inside your house, any kind of indoor construction. And I'm sure he'll do outdoor construction too you know, in the cold, but um, mostly I think in the wintertime, most people are thinking about like you know, adding a room or changing a room or building a bar in their house or whatever you want to call Marsan and Son Construction. EIS, Investigation and Gun Training, Borelli's Deli, where I am absolutely going. Uh, I mean, there's no food in my office at all. Uh, grocery Girl, I think, <laughs> took last week off. Oh, no. So, yeah, Grocery Girl's great. Grocery Girl goes to the um, uh, supermarket once a week and picks up all my groceries for me. And while I'm in the office, she just she doesn't even, like, knock. She comes in the back door, puts everything in the fridge, puts everything in the cabinet, and then comes in and says, you know, okay, here's, here's your receipt. And, of course, I pay her for the groceries. Uh, but she never lets me pay her for doing the shopping. Like, I always try to give her, like, an extra oh. 50 bucks. Like, thanks so much. Yeah. So, um Today, after the show, I'm going to be going to Borelli's to pick up a whole bunch of stuff until, uh, until grocery girls around. <laughs> Tomo and Shaken Seafood. Uh, was it Tomo's last week? And um, I tried a couple of different things. Some of the um, 
some of the noodles, and I tried a, uh, a spicy noodle soup there that was pretty good. Ooh. So you might want to try that. And, of course, a free shout-out to Clear Path for Veterans New England, uh, Randy Carter and Jason Gilbert and all those guys over there. Um, I think in a couple of shows, uh, we're going to be refocusing on Veterans Northeast Outreach in Haverhill and some of the debacle that's going on over there. Um, we've given them two years to get their act together, and they haven't. And so now we're kind of ramping up um, our investigation on what's been going on over there, the way veterans are treated, the way veterans some of the some of the things that are going on over there are just not good. So we'll be talking about that shortly. Um, AFC Urgent Care, we love Lisa and Zaka. I uh, had a nice conversation with Zaka yesterday, and they're all excited about the Bash, which is coming up March thirty first, Friday, March thirty first, our annual charity Bash. Um, and tickets are available on Eventbrite, by the way. Um, I also have physical tickets in my office. Tickets are $45 in advance, $50 at the door. And who do we leave out? Oh, Pleasant Valley Landscaping, Dave Id Consoli. He's looking for workers. So uh, if you're looking for a job, um, this is the time to do it. If you're looking for a job, give uh, Dave Id Consoli a call at Pleasant Valley Landscaping. And, of course, a free shout-out to JG's Ice Cream. So we came in here about, I don't know, how long ago was it, Chrissy? Like maybe three or four months ago that we did yeah. our restaurant show? Yeah. And after the show, there was one thing that I said during the show that's been bugging me. So I wanted to do a show today to kind of do a follow-up on restaurants that, um, rather than focusing on the ones that aren't doing a good job, I wanted to focus on some restaurants that are doing a good job, places that I go to on a regular basis. They're not necessarily advertisers. I think one is. um, But for the most part, most of these are not advertisers, so this is not like a paid thing. Um, we One of the things that I said when we did our restaurant show, uh, and it's been bugging me ever since because sometimes I say something and I think about it afterwards and go, wait a minute, that's not right. But the show was already over. There was no way to correct it. So today I want to start off by correcting it. Uh, when I did my last restaurant show, um, we went through different types of foods that people like to eat. And when I got to the seafoods, I said, you know, you really just need to go to the beach if you want seafood because there's really no place locally to get good seafood. And then on my way home, I drove by New England Seafood in Methuen and went, oh, my God, those guys have great seafood. Why didn't I think of them? I I order food from them at least like once a month, and I should be talking about them. So I want to talk a little bit about uh, New England Seafood on Merrimack Street in Methuen. Now, again, they're not an advertiser, but I do do eat there quite a bit. Um, I'm a big scallop guy. I don't know if you like scallops, but I'm a big scallop guy. I'm a big lobster guy. I'm a big scallop guy. I'm a big clam guy. I love seafood. Um, I, I go to New England Seafood at least once a month, and I order either the scallop plate or I order like the trio. So you get like the scallops, the shrimp, and uh, and fish. And excellent prices, exceptional food. And here's the best part. Being a scallop guy, I used to go to Joe Fish all the time. And it's not to wrap Joe Fish, but since COVID, they've gone from deep sea scallops to baby scallops. And they're, and they're still, I think, calling them deep sea scallops, but they're not. They're tiny scallops. And I don't like tiny scallops. Uh, they, don't have the, they don't have the texture. They don't have the taste. Um, so I went. So instead of going to Joe Fish now, which we used to do like once a week on a Friday or Saturday, at least every other week I'm going to New England Seafood in Methuen, now it's not really a restaurant. You can sit down and you can eat there. There's like four or five tables. But it's really kind of a takeout place. It's Most of, I think, their business is a takeout. Very rarely do I eat there. I usually go and pick it up, bring it back to the office, and I'll eat it at the office. Um, 
They've also got uh, great fish and chips. Their scallop, I already mentioned the scallop plate. The clam plate is exceptional. Um, just about everything there is exceptional. And uh, normally when you go out to eat at a fish plate, I'm a steamers guy too. I love steamers. Um, but it, you really can't take steamers home, right? Because by the time you get them home, they're, they're cold. I don't know what they do over at New England Seafood, but if you order steamers at New England Seafood and you bring them home, they're usually still hot, like unless you live 20 minutes away. Right. They're usually still hot. Um, so uh, a free shout out. I, I, I like New England Seafood. They're good people over there. I don't know the owners by name. I, I, I know you know the, the girl behind the counter I say hi to, but um, I don't know the owners by name. I don't know... You know, I don't know anybody who works there really in my personal life. Um, it's it's just great food. And it's it's on Merrimack Street right um, – well, if you're heading north, it's right after Heavenly Donuts up on the right-hand side. If you're coming south, it's right after Borelli's Deli. So if you get to Borelli's Deli and you're heading south, like you're heading into like the Lawrence – toward the Lawrence area, uh, it's on your left-hand side right across from the barbershop. And um, if you're thinking about fish and chips on Friday, if you're thinking about a seafood plate, uh, you might want to think about calling them and going and picking up and bringing it home. And again, the prices compared to most other places, really, really good. Um, there's another seafood place too that I didn't talk about. Um, and it's actually a block away from my office. And I can't believe that I forgot these guys because I don't go there that much because there's always a line and I'm always in a hurry. And um, again, you could eat there. But it's mostly takeout, and it's mostly lunch. They're not really open. I think they close at 5. Um, but it's called Boston Chowder on Main Street in North Andover. It's right before the post office. It's like literally right next to that Dunkin' Donuts near the post office. And it's it's um, they've got good sandwiches. It's not just a seafood place. They've got good sandwiches. You can get a hamburger there, uh, which is good because sometimes you go and you want seafood, but the person you're with doesn't like seafood, so it's a good place to go. Um, Boston Chowder uh, prices are a little high for me, I think. I think that's just because they're in North Andover. Um, so if you're looking price-wise, you want to go to New England Seafood. If price isn't really an issue for you, you, you probably want to go to Boston Chowder and try that. In fact, the guy who owns Boston Chowder, I don't know his name, but I went in there for lunch one day, and I, we went and we sat down. We were there for about 20 minutes, and then I went over to the post office. And while I'm at the post office, the, the guy, there's a guy standing there, and he said, oh, he said, didn't I just see you at uh, Boston Chowder? And I said, yeah. He says, um, how'd you like it? I'm the owner. He said, how'd you, how'd you like it? He, like, he was interested in what I thought about, like, the food, the service. Did you wait too long? Like, he was genuinely interested. And I was like, no, we had a great, great experience. And I really, enjoy, I really liked the fact he had no idea who I was, didn't know I own a newspaper, doesn't know I own a podcast, doesn't know any of that stuff. But he, he was genuinely interested in what one of his customers thought about. He saw me eating there, and he just wanted to know. And so I gave him a little bit of feedback, and I told him, you know, the wait was a little long. And he, was, he said, yeah, good, good problem to have if you're, a, if you're a business, you know, that you have a, a long wait because a lot of places are still starving. Yeah. So um, love New England seafood in Methuen. Love Boston chowder. Um, I really can't think of any other seafood places in this area that um, – that I would spend my money. I mean, we'll go to Joe Fish if it's like late at night because it's open. If we want seafood, right. and I'll get steamers, and I, I'll, I'll get you know I'll get something that I like on the menu, but it's not a go-to place anymore. Not since COVID, when they change their scallops back to DC scallops, even if they have to go up in the price, I'm okay with that. I mean, it's worth paying more for, for, for deep sea. For me, it's worth paying more for deep sea scallops. 
Um, but otherwise, um, my suggestion, especially if it's during the day, New England, Seafood, Methuen, and uh, Boston Chowder. There is one other place. It's not technically in the Merrimack Valley, I don't think. Is, is Newbyport considered – Randy would know this. Is Newbyport considered the Merrimack Valley? Is that – yes, no? Is it? Yeah. All right. So in the Merrimack – so we were in um, – I was with uh, a date one night. We were in Newburyport. We had to go to some big uh, lecture, and uh, we were looking for a place to eat. And boy, did we find a gem. We literally just randomly drove around and just randomly pointed to a place and went, okay, that place has no line. Let's go in there. And the place is called Loretta. Not Loretta's. It should be called Loretta's. I don't know why it's called, not called Loretta's because that's what it should be called, right? But it's called Loretta. And it's right uh, – and I don't remember the name of the street, but it's on the same street as the post office in Newburyport. We went in, and I'm a big swordfish guy. Um, like I said, I love seafood, and one of the things that I really like is swordfish if they do it right. And if they have it, most places don't have it. Joe Fish doesn't have swordfish anymore. A lot of places that I go to don't have swordfish anymore. Um, but I went in, we went into Loretta and looked at the menu, and the first thing that I saw on the menu was swordfish. So I asked the girl, I said, can you blacken it? If they can blacken it, I'll order the swordfish. Let me tell you. That was probably the best meal. I got, they got the swordfish with mashed potatoes and gravy with a caramelized onion gravy on top of it that was just so good. It was ridiculously good. And asparagus. Um, and again, I'm not really much of an asparagus guy, but the asparagus was really good too. I don't know what, what they marinated that stuff in uh, when they ate it. The woman that I was with ordered, um, she ordered, I think she ordered a hamburger. And it was one of the biggest hamburgers I ever saw in my life. So we took pictures of it and we posted it online. And a bunch of people that follow me on Facebook went to Loretta on my recommendation and they were closed because I guess this is one of those one of those hoity-toity restaurants in Newburyport that close from like 12 to 4. Like they don't do a lunch crowd. They're really, they're really a dinner crowd. So don't go during the day. If you're going during the day, there's a chance you might not catch them if you show up at like 3 in the afternoon, 2 in the afternoon. But if you want to go at night, uh, and by the way, it's a, it's very – it's a it was a little a little pricey. It wasn't too pricey. It was a little pricey, but it was a very romantic uh, ambiance. It was a very romantic environment in there. You went in, and you felt like you were in a five-star restaurant. It looks like a five-star restaurant when you walk in, and uh, I was expecting five-star prices. And I, by the way, I was so hungry, I was ready to pay five-star prices that night, and the prices were not five-star, so... Um, uh, Loretta in Newburyport. So for, for the last time I was here saying that, you know, there's really no place in the Merrimack Valley to get, to get um, seafood, I'm sorry I take that back because um, it was just something that I, was, I, I just hadn't thought about it enough. And we've now, we've now given you four places in the Merrimack Valley that have exceptional seafood. Breakfast places. I always have people asking me if I want to go out for breakfast. Now, I go to bed at 4 a.m. I usually get up around noon. I love to go out for breakfast, but by that time, most places are not serving breakfast. However, there are some places that are, and because I'm a late person, those are the only places that I go. So if there's a breakfast place in the Merrimack Valley that I don't mention that's open like in the morning, and you think that they, that they like, you know, deserve a, a shout-out when we do our next restaurant show, um, send me an email at valleypatriot at aol.com. I'll be happy to talk about that. Um, there's a new restaurant in Methuen, and I say they're new. They're probably about a year old. And I drive by it. They're on Broadway. I drive by it all the time. And about six or seven months ago, went in, um, had breakfast there, 
And now when I have breakfast, I'm, I'm, a, I'm a creature of habit. When I go places, I usually like to order the same thing. I find one thing that I like and I just kind of stick with it. Um, but I was, I was at Ellie's farmhouse with uh, another person. We were, having, we were ordering breakfast and the woman behind me got the, um, uh, isn't that a, po- uh, uh, a be- eggs Benedict. That's the one with the hollandaise sauce, right? Anybody? Okay, good. Mm-hmm. Having a brain fart. Um, so I ordered the eggs Benedict. The lady behind me was having the eggs Benedict, and she was raving about the hollandaise sauce. So I said, you know, I don't really order eggs Benedict when I go for breakfast. I'm usually like three eggs over medium guy with a lot of meat. Um, but I said, you know what? Let me get adventurous. Let me try. So I ordered the eggs Benedict. I ordered a second order of eggs Benedict wow. because the hollandaise sauce. And I don't know. Again, I don't know what they do with it uh, at Ellie's Farmhouse. And it was so good that I called Ricky over, the owner. And I didn't know his name. He introduced himself. I called him over and I said, listen, we've never been here before. I want you to know this is one of the best breakfasts I've ever had. The price is really good. We walked in. There was no wait, even though there was a line. In under a minute and a half, they had us, sit, uh, they had us sitting at a table. Coffee was in front of us. The waitress was very attentive. Um, it took almost no time for our food to show up. And I even said to him, um, I said, you know what? I love, I love the food here so much, I'll make a deal with you. I'll give you a free ad in the Valley Patriot if you let us put a rack in the doorway with the Valley Patriots. We read a newspaper while they're having breakfast. Yeah. He never got back to me on that. I'm going to go back and I'm going to ask him again because we, we really like the breakfast there. I've been there a few times since and I've tried um, a few other things. The pancakes are great, especially the banana pancakes are amazing. Um, but if you're, if you're a breakfast person and you don't want to spend like 50 bucks on breakfast, you should try Ellie's Farmhouse and they're open all day. The so, egg rolls, if I may. Oh, please They're don't. appetizer egg rolls. They're breakfast egg rolls. You really? do like eggs, Breakfast egg rolls? Egg and sausage or egg and bacon. Are you kidding like me? Egg rolls. Oh, my God, Tom. Really? Oh. Really? I love a place that tries to do something a little different that mm-hmm. you've never had before. And as soon as I went, the first time I went there, I looked at their menu and I went, egg rolls for breakfast? What? Yes, please. Yeah. And they are incredible. Really? Well, you know what? Tomorrow morning, I'm going to go there and I'm going to try the, the breakfast go. egg rolls. You will not be sorry. And I, would, and I have no problem giving a free ad to a local business if they want to like, like let us put a, a rack in or something so we can, yeah, we can disseminate our newspapers. Um, so uh, a big shout out, Ellie's Farmhouse, if you like breakfast. Now, there's a couple of other places that I do go to on a regular basis. Um, it's hard for me to get to Carlene's all the time because they're not always, they're not always open when I'm up. Uh, but Carlene's on South Broadway in Lawrence. And boy, I gotta, let me just veer off a little bit on Carlene's. So Carlene's is owned by the Farrington family, and they are a great family, and um, a bunch of cops. There's been a bunch of Farrington cops. It's, it, they're all related. Um, I've been going to Carlene's for probably about 25 years or, or longer, and I feel so bad for the owners of Carlene's because when the Columbia gas situation hit, they didn't just get hit. They were like right in the middle of the affected zone. But they were literally the last business turned back on. And for some reason, there was a problem with like the pipes somewhere on that Andover South Broadway Street area. And every other business was up and running for months before they finally were able to like safely get Carlene's turned back on. That guy lost a lot of money. But he's still on. He's still open. Um, still employing people. Still making great breakfast. And they also have a pretty good lunch. Now, I'm not much of a lunch guy, I, I, because again, because of when I get up, right? I get up, it's my breakfast, but it's 12.30 in the afternoon. Um, they have great lunch there, and um, 
they they the prices there, and I always want to talk about prices because even though price doesn't really mean much to me, because to me food is food. So if it's good, it's worth paying more. But a lot of people are pinching on a budget, and so you, when you go out to breakfast, a lot of places you get that bill. And you're like, geez, I only had breakfast. What do you mean $45? Uh-huh. What the fuck is that, right? Um, you're not going to pay $45 for breakfast. If, you, I mean, if, if you're eating one or two people, you're not going to spend that kind of money um, at Carleen's. And by the way, Carleen's also does like specialty stuff. So they do fish and chips on Friday. I think they still do. Um, uh, I, if, if that's not true, uh, uh, Bob, please text me and let me know. But uh, the last time I went, I think they had uh, fish and chips. They have a great fish and chips on Friday. Um, and they also have like lots of other like really good stuff. It's not just a breakfast place, but breakfast is what they do best for sure. Um, and uh, and bottomless coffee. A lot of places that you go to now, they're charging you per cup. Mm-hmm. Um, I went to um, just to veer off a, a, again a little bit. I was at Man Orchards, one of the greatest places in the Merrimack Valley for fruit for lunch. I actually had lunch there one day last week with my friend Dave Id Consoli, and. Um, the, the lunches are great, but you used to be able to go up and fill your coffee and then when you would and go sit, you know, eat your lunch and then go pay for it on your way out. And apparently people were abusing that because we went up to get coffee and it's and there was no cops. Hmm. So I had to go ask the cash register lady and she said, oh, no, you get the you have to pay for it first. And no and the sign says no refills. So I guess people were abusing the coffee at Man Orchard, uh. so they had to like they had to in- implement some. But I've noticed at a couple of breakfast places that I've gone to now, when I get my check, it used to be you know they charge you for one cup and then they'd refill it the whole time you were yeah. there, but only charge you for one cup. A lot of places aren't doing that now. A lot of places are charging you per cup. So if you get three refills, they're charging you for three refills. Uh. Um, Colleen's doesn't do that. Um, yeah. At least not the last time I was there. I was there a couple of weeks ago. So if that's changed since then, that's one thing. Um, Mary Ann's, right here on Broadway in Methuen. Um, it's, first of all, perfectly located, yep. right? Because it's right on Broadway. It's right off the highway. It's right off the exit. Uh, I think it's exit one, I think. I believe yep, it is. It's exit yeah. one. Um, and the breakfast at Mary Ann's is great. It's, it's, it's a fun place to go because it reminds you of like the old diners in the 50s and the 60s. I like love when it. you watched Happy Days, mm-hmm. right? Um, but the, the food is, is really good too. And the service is exceptional. And the um, price. And, right. Oh, Probably yeah. the best prices in the Merrimack Valley for mm-hmm. breakfast of any place that, that we've talked about. Um, it's a little cheaper than Ellie's Farmhouse. It's a little bit cheaper than Carlene's. Um, and there's one other place um, that I used to go all the time, and I got really mad at the owner's wife one day, so I haven't been there in a while. Um, that's on me. That's not on them. But um, Eli's on Merrimack Street in Lawrence, it's right over the North Andover line. It's across the street from uh, the Wood Mill. Uh, not really across from Salvatore. It's a little further down, but it's across from the Wood Mill. I've known Eli since he was like in fifth grade. Like I was in high school and he was like in fifth grade. His his uh, parents used to own a coffee shop across the street from the courthouse on Common Street. It used to be called Basha's. And when I used to skip school in high school, that's where I used to go because it was across from the courthouse. And my father used to have breakfast there while he was waiting for them to call his case because my father was a cop. So um, I used to go there all the time and I knew him and I knew his family. And about 20 years ago, maybe 15 years ago, he opened up Ellie's Breakfast Place on Merrimack Street in Methuen. I'm sorry, Merrimack Street in Lawrence, in Lawrence, not Methuen. Um, and the food there is good and, and the turnover is really fast. 
and the food is exceptional. A little pricey for me, but uh, but overall the food is really good. So for breakfast places, you got Ellie's Farmhouse Methuen, Carlene's on South Broadway in Lawrence, um, Eli's on the other side of Lawrence, which is uh, Merrimack Street near the North Andover Line, and Marianne's up here in um, in Salem, New Hampshire. Again, if you know of a breakfast place and you want us to go check it out and talk about it, uh, I'd be more than happy to do that. At, well, oh, Al's Diner. Well, you know, I used to... I, uh, Randy Carter says talk about Al's Diner. I used to go to Al's Diner a lot. They're the ones up by Whirlaway, right? Well, we used to put a newspaper box. We had a newspaper box outside Al's Diner, and it kept getting moved to the side of the building. And I kept going and asking the lady there, like, hey, what's the story with my box? If you don't want it here, I'll just move it. You know, I'll take it. And she's like, no, 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 it's not us. It's somebody else screwing with your box. Uh, and then one day it just disappeared. Um, so I used to go and deliver to the box and then go in and have breakfast. Because um, when I do my deliveries, I, I'm always hungry. So, uh, so I go, I'd fill the box and I go in, but now I don't have a box there. So I haven't been there since then. Uh, but the food there is really good. Uh, they close a little early, though. I think they close at like one. And mm-hmm. I'm, I'm barely in my car by one o'clock going to look for a place. <laughs> so I haven't been there in a while. But Al's Diner, it, it is good food. You're right, Randy. The, the, um, and I, I know that I know the owners, and I just can't think of who they are, and I apologize. Uh, when you talk for a living, sometimes those things just they, they, they leave your brain when you need them the most. Uh, but they're really good people in there. They're really nice people in there. Um, and the, w- one of the things that I like about the breakfast places that I go to, I can't say this so much for Marianne's um, or Eli's, but I will say it about Carlene's and, um, and Ellie's, is you can go and you can eat and then sit there for an hour and talk over coffee and they're not pushing you out the door. A lot of places are like... Um, you know, they're, they're doing what they can to push you out the door. They're like, can we get you anything else? Uh, is, is that check okay? Uh, uh, you know, kind of, can, we kind of need that table. Um, but uh, Eli's, we sat there, I think, for like an hour and a half after our breakfast. So when I do that, I always give a big tip because I feel mm-hmm. bad that she's missing out on, an, on another person being seated at that table. So I always give a big tip to try and make up for it. Um, so for breakfast places, those are, there's a couple of other uh, specialty type places to eat in the Merrimack Valley that um, don't really kind of fit into any category. There's not a lot of Thai places in the Merrimack Valley. I know there's one in Andover. I don't like it that much, so I'm not going to mention the name. It's it's right next to Stop and Shop on Main Street, or I think it's South Main, uh, North Main Street. Mm. Um, but there is a Thai place that I do like, and I'm, I'm a pretty big fan of Thai food. We don't eat there often, but we do go, I'm going to say maybe once a month. Is that true? 11 minutes left? Mm-hmm. Uh, maybe once a month. It's called... Lots of Eats, and it's on 125 in North Andover. It's across from that big, humongous fucking monstrosity that they just built, uh, these condos that they built. It's, it's, a, it's almost like a Tuscan village type thing that they're building up oh. on 125. And it's, it, there's a t- this tiny, tiny little mall right across the street from where Forget a Farms used to be. And um, there's, like a, there's like a dry cleaning place in there. There's something else. And then... The, in the very corner, and it's, and it's small. So if, like, if you're an obese person, do not go to this place. Because I have a friend who's obese, and we went there, and he, he couldn't, literally couldn't fit in the seats. Oh. So if you're a little big, don't go, because it's a tiny, tiny little place. But the food there is really good. And if you like to try something different, um, everything on the menu is different. It's Thai food. Um, I, have, I had the duck. The duck is really good. They also have some pretty good veg, uh, vegan... 
not vegan. What am I thinking? Vegetarian. I know there's a difference between vegan and vegetarian. Do you know what that is? Being a meat guy, I have no I idea. Isn't vegan like no dairy as well? Or oh, okay. Like that, All right. Or no so animal products. I know they have a, a couple of vegetarian dishes because I have a friend who just became a vegetarian. Um, so we went there. Um, the food is really good. The dumplings are really good. And the shrimp pad thai is usually what I get. I usually get like nice. the duck and or the shrimp shrimp pad thai, depending on how long we plan on being there. But remember, it's a very small place. Um, prices are pretty good. I'd say, you know, me- medium range on prices. The drinks are a little strong. You can uh, They do have alcohol there. The drinks are a little strong. Um, and the drinks are a little pricey. But the food is not. I mean, the food, it's, it's, it's medium price. It's what you'd expect if you were going to a Thai restaurant. Uh, I went to the one in Andover, and I'm not going to say that they were bad, okay? Um, and, I, and I do remember the name of the place now, but I, I'm not, it's not about bad-mouthing people. It's just about making the comparison. Um, the service was not really that great, and um, I, always, I always give extra points. Like, if the service isn't that good, I'm like, okay, but that's a one-off. Sometimes people just have a bad day. Um, but the food was... The food was to me, it was too bland. I like spicy food. And so when I order something spicy, I expect it to be like really spicy. And I ordered a couple things there that, was, that said they were spicy but weren't really as spicy as I like. Mm-hmm. You don't have that problem at Lots of Eats. You order spicy at Lots of Eats and get a lot of water. Make sure that like you're well stocked <laughs> on a pitcher of water before you start uh, because that's going to be a problem for you. There's um, another specialty food place that I want to talk about in the last 10 minutes here of the show. Um, if you like hot wings, and I do, I'm a big hot wing guy. In fact, I will judge a restaurant a lot of times based on their appetizers. And if you order hot wings and they bring you chicken tenders with no bone in it, I get really pissed off. I think I actually yelled at a waitress one day because I said I wanted buffalo wings. She goes, well, those are the buffalo wings. I said, but there's no bone in these. These are, these are chicken tenders, sweetheart. Let's learn the English language. I wasn't that mean, but I, I should have been. Um, there's a place in Haverhill, uh, not, not, not talked about that much, but um, yes, Sparky's, that's correct. There's a place in Haverhill called Sparky's. All they do is hot wings. There's over 100 varieties of hot wings. So uh, I know the Phantom Gourmet did a big thing on them. That's how I found them. The Phantom Gourmet did a big thing on them, and they talked about the peanut butter and jelly hot wings. Are you fucking kidding me? So I'm, I'm looking at this going, there's no way, there's no way peanut butter and jelly hot wings can be good. That, that sounds like the most disgusting, you might as well talk about pickle hot wings, right? Because that's just, it's, there's no way that could taste good. But we were in Haverhill one day, and I went by, this was probably about maybe five or six years ago, and we're, we're looking for a place to just grab something really quick and bring back to the office. And we drove by Sparky's, and I remembered the thing on Phantom Gourmet, and I said, look, no line. Let's just run in and get some food. It took us 20 minutes to order the food, not because there was a line, but because the assortment of different types of hot wings, there was so many that, like, I actually ended up sitting down at a table and reading through the menu, which was extensive, on all the different types of hot wings that they have, and then... Like most people, too many choices, your brain breaks. You don't know what to order. <laughs> yep. So I said, all right. So for my first time at Sparky's, I tried. I said, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to bite my tongue. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna to do it. Let's try the peanut butter and jelly hot wings. And I also ordered the, and I know I'm going to get the name wrong, but it was like an Asian, it was like an Asian spice wing that they had. But it was like super, super hot. 
I ordered the spicy wings because I didn't think the peanut butter and jelly wings were going to be good. Lo and behold, the best hot wings I've ever had in my life. It sounds gross. At least to me, it sounds gross. Peanut butter and jelly hot wings. No, these things were amazing. It was like they somehow they found a way with the spices and whatever they added into this. Somehow they found a way to make that so delicious. We ordered two more to go when we left. We put them in the uh, refrigerator in the office. They lasted a day. The wow. people that come and go out of my office, like Randy, would come in and they were like, oh, oh, look, hot wings. Stuff it in the microwave and it was just gone in five minutes. Um, so we've gone back a number of times. They have got... Um, Hot wings that aren't really hot. Like you don't like hot, but you like right. different kinds of um, different kinds of spices. Um, so if you if you don't like really hot hot wings, they have such an incredible variety of hot wings at Sparky's that really you could go there every day for the next year and not still not have tried everything on the menu. Like yeah. I, I I don't think I'm exaggerating when I say there's like a hundred different varieties of. Hot wings at Sparky's. There's a lot. I'm having a look at them right now. Yeah. There is. Wow. Wicked PB and J. They're the ones you're talking about. Right. And and again, I never would have tried them if not mm-hmm. for the Phantom Gourmet. Good. And and I do like to get adventurous when I'm when I'm trying something like I'm trying a new place. I want to try something new. Um. So uh, a free shout out to to, uh, to Sparky's. And I do want to just give uh, one more. We talked about the Mexican places. We spent a lot of time on the last restaurant show talking about Mexican places. I love Mexican food. Me love, too. love, love Mexican food. Um, if I, if 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 a week goes by where I haven't been to a Mexican food place like once that week, that's probably very rare that that ever happens. <laughs> yeah. Like almost never. La- uh, every Wednesday night, every and I, I can't believe I didn't mention this in the last one because we talked about all the other Mexican places. But um, every Wednesday night, there's a Mexican place that we go to in Methuen called Mi Mexico Lindo. Mi Mexico Lindo is he. And um, it is where the Red Tavern used to be. It, it, it's, it's out of the way. Like, you, you, you drive by it, you don't realize you've driven by it. So you, you really have to GPS it to get there. But it's right off of Broadway. So if you're going up Broadway towards Salem, right when you get to, like, the, the hills right before the, um, the clock tower on the left, if you take that quick right, like you go into the loop, and then pull into the driveway on the left, it looks like a driveway, but it's not. You pull into the driveway, and it goes around, and you're in the back door of New Mexico Lindo. And uh, not a lot of parking. My only complaint about New Mexico Lindo is when they're busy, not a lot of parking. Um, but that's a testament to the fact that their food is so good that they're always, always busy. So we go every Wednesday night, almost every Wednesday night, we go to uh, New Mexico Lindo. And the food is amazing. Now, I'm not going to say it's better than Casablanca and Havelife. I don't think we've found a place yet that's better than that. Um, because the shrimps are so big, and it's hard to it's hard to compete with really big shrimp, right? But we go to Mexico Lindo. The probably other than Sparky's, the best hot wings in the Merrimack Valley, and they're not even hot; they're just chicken wings. But they give you the hot stuff on the side. Normally, I just load it up with the with the buffalo sauce. But the first time they put them down in front of me, they forgot to put the buffalo sauce on the table, and so I didn't realize that they weren't buffalo. And I tried them, and they were so good without the buffalo sauce. Even though I'm a buffalo wing guy uh they were so good without the buffalo sauce now we just order it without oh. and it's and it's very crispy a lot a lot of buffalo wings when you go to a restaurant um some tough love for my friend mike agricola at uh at uh, salvatore's the hot wings at salvatore's they don't fry them right so it's not right. crispy 
So I so the, I like the buffalo wings at Salvatore's. They're they're okay, um, but they're not crisp. And I like crispy chicken. Um, New Mexico Lindo, very crispy chicken, very fresh, very good. I always order just about the same thing. I order the steak and shrimp fajita for one, the sizzling thing that they bring out, which is always very good. Um, the other thing that I really like about Mexico Lindo that I can't say about most Mexican places is the chips and salsa that they give you before your before you order your food. Mm-hmm. Uh, we were at a couple of Mexican places last week where uh, the 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 salsa was not hot. It was like just regular like regular salsa you can get at like Richdale's down the street, like just regular salsa. Uh, Mexico Lindo has very very hot salsa, and I'm a very I'm a hot guy. I like I like hot food because I'm a smoker. All right. And I don't get to taste my food like everybody else does, so I need hot. See, I'm the opposite. I go there, I'm going to eat that salsa, my head's going to explode. So. <laughs> <laughs> I need mild salsa. So, nice. so we were at, and I just want to tell this quick story before we wrap up the show. Uh, we were at Mexico Lindo two weeks ago, and the owner came out. His name is Francisco. Now, we'd seen this guy. He'd served us a few times, and I didn't know him. We never really chatted with him. His name is Francisco. He came over to me, and he said, you're with TMF. And I said, how do you know? Now, TMF is the movement family. That's the group that feeds the homeless every Wednesday night in Lawrence. And I said, yes. He said, make sure you see me before you leave. Okay, so we we finish our dinner, and it's Wednesday night, so we're on our way to TMF, which is kind of weird, right? I'm like, the guy brought up TMF. We're actually on our way there after this. And so we're getting ready to leave, and um, my friend Bob pays the bill. And the waitress comes over and says, you're not leaving, are you? And I said, yeah, we got to run. We got to get to TMF. She goes, hold on. She and the owner and two other women come out of the back room with trays of food that they had just made for TMF and said, here, we want to we donate the food for tonight's TMF family dinner for the homeless. Wow. Now, this is a place that I'm at almost every week. We spend a lot of money there. Don't know anybody. We didn't know anyone before we started going there. We have no friendship with these people, and they don't advertise with us. Be nice if they did, but that's okay. We're going to go there whether they do or not. Um, and and I and I thought, wow, like what an incredibly generous gesture for a guy on his own without me saying, hey, you know, I, we come here every week right yeah. before TMF. Do you think you could donate something? Like no prompting whatsoever. He recognized from Facebook that we do this TMF thing for the homeless, and it wasn't a busy night that night, and he had his people make four trays of food for the homeless. And so I had no room in my car because I wasn't expecting this. So Bob had to clean out his car, put all his stuff in my car, and make room for the four trays. And when we pulled up to TMF, the the gratefulness of the homeless people, the gratefulness, was incredible. And so I want to thank Francisco... And all the girls at um, New Mexico Lindo, by the way, amazingly beautiful women, whoever does the hiring over there, excellent job. It's almost as if Tom Duggan was doing the hiring. Uh, you didn't think I could go through a show without always saying you one thing so inappropriate. Close. I know, you I know, were, it was, I know. You were so, I was so proud of you. And <laughs> then know. I saw it coming at me. <laughs> <laughs> but they're really wonderful people. And they, and I'm sure the, they're very capable women, too. They do yeah, a good job. Yeah, well, we said all that. Um, <laughs> but, you know, but, but it's... But aesthetics is important. I mean, if you walk into a place and there's a lot of beautiful women, it makes guys want to be there longer. So um, great food, great great uh, uh, service, amazing service, by the way. They're, they're more than attentive to you when you get there. And again, we're there. I wouldn't be there every week if the food and the service wasn't exceptional, if the prices of weren't course. good. Um, so uh, a free shout out to them. 
uh, at me, Mexico Lindo, and I'm sorry that I that I didn't mention you when I on the last restaurant show when I talked about great Mexican places. Uh, let's thank our sponsors and wrap this up. Yeah. Uh, I want to thank uh, McLennan Real Estate Century 21. If you're thinking of buying a house, this is the time to do it. According to Matt, if you're thinking of selling your house, this is also still the time to do it. Um, he says that the real estate market is is at least in the Merrimack Valley, is not following the national trend. So uh, I believe him, and uh, and I pass that along to you. Uh, Marsan and Son Construction, EIS, Investigation and Gun Training, Borelli's Deli, Tomo and Shaken Seafood, Clear Path for Veterans, New England. We're going, where are we going after your show, Randy? We're going, uh, we're going to Tomo's? No, he doesn't, he doesn't want to go to Tomo's? We're going to Shaken Seafood. Uh, Pleasant Valley Landscaping, David Consoli, he's looking for workers. So, um, Dan Bishop, if you're out there listening, this is a good time to get a job. Uh, Clear Path for Veterans, New England. Love Randy and Jason Gilbert and all those guys over there. They do amazing work for homeless veterans. And a free shout-out to JG's Ice Cream. It might be wintertime, but it's always a good time for JG's Ice Cream, always. if you ask me. And I'm not even an ice cream guy. Like, I'm not a sweet guy at all, but... You know, I do like the sweet. ice cream at JG's. Yeah, you're sweet. And I also like to support local guys. <laughs> and they'll and the Jafrida brothers are really great local guys. They help a lot. So sounds like Melvin Taylor says we gotta go home. That's our second our first restaurant show of the year. We'll do another one in a couple of months. Definitely. There's so many good places around yeah. here. Melvin Taylor says you gotta go home, so go home already. The views and opinions expressed by the hosts, guests, or callers of this program do not necessarily reflect the opinions of the Studio 21 Podcast Cafe, the United Podcast Network, its partners or affiliates.